Yes. Um, so, well, as I said, Simon, uh, my first graduate technologist was a graduate from your university. Uh, she joined the company in 2014, and she was some of the one of the best graduate tech I had so far. I will definitely say that. Um, and she did so a loads of interest to learn new things and new technical skills, particularly very, uh, very food industry-based skills, looking after not only product, also looking after the projects. And she really did a very good job for over two years' time, and obviously she succeeded, and she moved on. And as the university is definitely producing this kind of student, I would like to see more and more of these sorts of graduates coming out of the university who could be a real asset to the food industry. Fantastic. Well, if you've got any other positions that come up in the future, if, you, uh, if you're interested in, in new recruits that are coming out, uh, please let us know because we can always send you some CVs and covering letters from our graduates and, you know, you can always add them to your list of other people that are applying for the position. Uh, definitely, yes. I mean, I'm very open to receive direct messages and people can direct message me on LinkedIn if they are really interested to know more about the company. And we are very open to help students who are coming out of the university. And we always got some jobs available. So there's always a good thing to keep up and keep in contact. So anything comes up, definitely the person will be ringing in my head. And definitely that would be a better opportunity. And we can definitely move to at least uh, the stage beyond that. Brilliant. Thank you, Deb. OK, so just to start off, uh, thank you, Deb, for doing this interview with me. So could you just tell us who you are, please, and where you work? Oh, well, my name is Deb. I am the technical manager for Akisandu Chocolate. We are a British chocolate manufacturer based in Ashford in Kent. And we produce luxury chocolates for our own brand and shops in London. And some of the shops are also situated abroad. Along with, we also produ produce a lot of uh, own brand labeling for UK and European retailers. Um, we not only make chocolate, we also make edible chocolate spreads in various flavors and decorations and also in different shapes and fillings, which are very pioneering techniques uh, and products which no other than just only a chocolate, but also value added product with added nutritional value and benefits such as um, added vitamins and added active ingredients in the products as well to, so you can enjoy not only the chocolate but also can benefit from it well definitely there is a benefit of chocolate it not only makes happy to people it also gives them the feeling of the luxury that you don't have to miss out on good things you definitely deserve the good things and chocolate is one of those and definitely i enjoy working for artists on the chocolate and i've been with the business for the last five and a half years and yeah. uh, my day-to-day job is mostly looking after all the customer technical accounts, looking mm -hmm. after the site food safety, meeting the legislative requirements, getting the site certifications, traceability and supply chain management, sustainability management, and training and coaching my team, along with managing loads of new product development projects. Currently, we develop more than 200 new products every year. Wow, 200. Yes. Wow. That's, that's amazing, that is. So how did you get into this line of work in the first place then? My career goes back, my career, my career starts in a very weird direction, I will admit that. Uh, basically, my first degree is engineering in biotechnology, and I started my first job with Dipla Pharmaceuticals as a formula for the baby food nutrients back in India. Mm -hmm. and 
and uh, that's where actually I got very much keen and interested in food side of the business and I studied further and after completing my studies in food technology I got into food industry um, started with seafoods from mm -hmm. seafood moved into vegetable oil and essential fats then moved into herbs and spices sauces glazings and mixings then moved into auditing and got the chance of traveling around the world i think i can definitely take more than 80 countries in my list and wow. and then i moved into uh, ready meal and chilled products where of course i developed more than 30 products for various uk retailers and then for a while i did consulting myself and then settled in artisan de chocolat very much recently I, I will say in my timelines uh, but it's been five and a half years i've been since here fantastic so did you come to the, uh, the the uk from india and then work straight at the artisan chocolate company or have you worked for another companies before the chocolate company when i arrived in uk i come here to study actually i oh, did right. my in university of leeds um i completed my uh, master's studies in University of Leeds, and I also did a small project with Nestle in York for a while. And uh, but I didn't move into chocolate straight away after that. I started my career with seafood industry with Young's, and from there I started climbing the ladder. I started as a compliance manager, but then mm -hmm. I moved around and did various type of jobs, which of course included in various food categories auditings and uh, looking after sustainability uh, part of the business as well and um, as i was mentioning before uh, packaging is one of my very interesting subject because you can make fantastic product but you can't put it in the shelf unless your packaging is the right sort so knowing the product product skill and understanding the basic of packaging is very important when it comes to deliver a successful project of new product and put it in the market and chocolate definitely is one of the most adventurous good. You can really play with chocolate a lot. You cannot play with any other product. Chocolates, you can definitely play a lot. And when you make that product, it's, you, you can really go absolute, uh, if I can use the word, like mad on that product. Because you can really not only introduce very wild flavors and textures, you can also add very new uh, f new new colors and decorations. We have developed loads of product. We do not contain any artificial colors. Those colors are mostly derived from various fruit and vegetable extract, even mm -hmm. including spirulina and algae. And we also certain colors are derived from safflowers and, and 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 fruit and and flower petals. And these colors, with the right carrier, can definitely stay in a fat-based product like chocolate and can stay for a self-life worth of nine to 12 months, which is enough self-life to market a product in the self, in, in, in market a product and, and definitely make it commercially viable to, to, to sell. And, and, and definitely you can play around when it comes to molding of the chocolate, because this is a product which definitely shows very interesting characters when it comes to different state, either as a solid or as a liquid or as a semi-solid. So you can use not only molding, but also you can use the technique as extrusions, and you can also use technique as spreading and depositing with this particular raw material. Hence, chocolate has been my favorite so far. Fantastic. I suppose you do a lot of food tasting as well when you're there. Uh, yes, uh, daily, 
every day uh, that food tasting happens at 11 o'clock in the morning and every product which is produced on site uh, do get tested by a team of panelists who are absolutely selected for their, um, their, their detailed understanding on flavor, textures, aroma, and can detail the product in different way because it's mm -hmm. always good to know about your product, what you produce, not only from a technical prospect, but also from prospect of the people, those who make it on the factory floor. Our test, our test panelists are also operators. They're not technical people because they've been working in the product and area for a long time, they can explain the product much better. There is no limit where you can learn from. And all, most of my learning on how to make chocolate comes from our operators, not from any textbook. I can definitely tell So what, what do you find are your greatest challenges then uh, in your current role? When you work in industry, it's not black and white. You have to draw fine line and balanced line between your decisions. And every day when I said, we supply to so many different customers in the UK, and most of our customers are retailers, they got different corporate agendas and different marketing strategies, and they want to be all different from each other. So defining that fine line, because chocolate could be only dark milk and white or ruby, if we can add the new one, or green, if that is really a chocolate, but, we definitely can say one thing that everybody wants to have a different product in their self. And drawing that fine line and balancing the act of how you deliver without breaching the legal and safety obligation of the product is the most challenging factor of my day-to-day -day job. No condition we're going to, we're going to, in no condition we will ever uh, compromise our standard and quality because that is what artisan de chocolate stands for. There is no compromise on quality and standard. When people have to spend that sorts of money to buy a box of chocolate, when they open it, it's not supposed to be only a wow, it's also got to be a memory for them. And creating that fine line to produce mm -hmm. that best product and put it in market is the biggest challenge. And as I said, sometimes I have to draw lines within what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and can certain level and degree of changes could be made to a make to a particular product but without compromising the standard and still keep the customer happy is the biggest challenge but of course operationally there are various and plenty of challenge i think if i'll start listing them i think the entire meeting will end up just listing the listing the operational challenge but <laughs> i will definitely add one challenge definitely and that is, as I mentioned in the beginning, chocolate is dark milk and white for many people. On site, we handle 38 different kinds of chocolate. Because every chocolate are very specific coverages. And those coverages have got different sustainability, marketing, and ethical agendas listed into it, which is mm -hmm. not visual but you have to understand that this commodity is separate from other commodity, despite they are dark chocolate or milk chocolate or white chocolate. Making sure that any of your operation doesn't jeopardize the legality of that product in the final end product is the biggest operational challenge when you're dealing with 38 different varieties of chocolate, not only three varieties of chocolate in a factory, which is only 40,000 square feet. Wow. I didn't realize that was that there's so many different types of chocolate. That's, that's, that's crazy. 
as you said. Uh, so what kind of skills do you regularly use that help with your job? One word, multitasking. You've got to be multitasking. Mm -hmm. And when you're multitasking, you've got to be very vigilant. Eyes and ears and mind got to be open all the time. Because this is how you make decision. And taking decision without thinking does comes with experience, but it can be learned by keeping an open mind and being eager to get yourself to that position where not only you can multitask, but also you can deliver the correct and right result one after other. Mm -hmm. Because one of your wrong decision can not only make the product illegal, but also it can put public health at risk if you have taken any wrong decision. So definitely the most challenging is operationally is to make sure the products are good, but also the skill which you have to use is one and only is be multitasking. That <laughs> cannot be compromised because on a daily basis, my email inbox is roughly 300 and some of them need replying. Some of them need to be put into the trash, but still I left with 50% of email which need a very rational and very good explanation before I can really go back. And at the same time, I have to uh, spend my time to help my team who is also depend on me and I have to support them as my, because at the end of the day, what is a technical team? It's an operational support team to make the operation happen smoothly and correctly. Fantastic. So if you were interviewing uh, some people, you know, uh, graduates for a, a position within your company, what kind of things on their CV or cover letter would, would stand out that would make you go, wow, I, I, I want to see them further? I will definitely advise um, any CV to be having at least two or three bullet points mentioning their key um, accomplishment. Because it's very easy. If you know yourself who you are, you can definitely put it on your CV. Mm -hmm. What are your three top accomplishments so far? It could be academic. It could be personal. It could be something you're proud of. Because once I read that, I definitely can see the person is passionate and take pride of the job and work the person is into. And I definitely, sorry, and I definitely need that person in my team. Fantastic. So do you have any uh, uh, final advice then for any of our uh, existing or new students coming into us that could help them on their way? Um, if you're going for an interview uh, and, and, and trying to apply for jobs in any industry or any company, uh, first of all, my advice will be uh, just be yourself. Uh, no need to uh, take any uh, copy paste answers from any video and take that as your answer for a question try to do a lot of research into the company. What do they do? Because it really makes the employer feel good about if you have done a research on them because that shows the eagerness of you to work for them because you have really done a good research onto them. Like how you read before an exam for your answers, exactly do the same thing. Read about the company, read about the product, who are their customers, what kind of product and what kind of market they work into. Because once you are in the factory, you will do exactly the same job. So just be yourself, do a very good detailed research into the company and the product and everything else is fine because there's no need to be any, 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 any fancy answers to any question. 
that is not necessary. One thing is necessary, and that is whether you are aware about what you are going to do if I hire you. If you are aware about that, so simply do a bit of research of the job, do a bit of research about the company, and mm -hmm. just be yourself because there are lots of things. Because first of all, first of your achievement is you have been to the university and done a fantastic study, and you have you have done good on your studies year after year. So you have already proved yourself. Mm -hmm. Now you just simply have to tell me that you have proved this in your studies, and I can definitely prove that in this job. And that is how you get a job without any doubt. Fantastic. Well, Deb, thank you very much. That's been that's been brilliant. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time and talking to me. Uh, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Thanks. Thanks for me asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh,